Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me on episode 28 of Pals in Your Pocket podcast. So excited to be here with you today. It's going good for me. I hope everything's going good for you. Not going to spend a super long time telling you how to live your life, what to do, or what I'm going through. But I do want to say that I love you um, in a sort of uh, plutonic and non-physical way because while many people don't appreciate technology or many people sort of judge it as a less than interaction than meeting face to face and to many extents it is less than as far as quality as far as what you pick on pick up on perception um as far as potentiality or potentiality that's a pretty funny word to say uh, potential. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I think that uh, it's cool that we still have technology. It's still cool that I can record this, talk about different stuff, and know that people are going to listen to it and hopefully give us a like or a comment and kind of contribute it to a little, a little bit because what I love about this podcast is that it's open for anyone and pretty much anybody can be on it. There is no strict topics that I stick to to where it makes... Uh, any guest not compatible for at least an episode. I tried to have a special episode where basically <clears throat> I and a uh, friend just kind of disagree for the whole episode, uh, whether that be Trump or whether that be abortion bans. And I still might do that, but the point is, is that anyone can be on this podcast and I love that because I always thought art while it's cool that it's exclusive in ways that can make people lots of money and create sort of like lifestyles based on the fact that they do art a certain way anyone can do art like even bad art is art if you've ever seen George Bush's paintings <clears throat> you can tell that anyone can engage in art now I don't want to say that painting is now disparage because George Bush uh sorry George Bush did some bad paintings but at the same time it's an example of how even if you're not putting up top-notch art that sells and sells and people love at least you're putting yourself out there and <clears throat> god sorry about my throat this is just killing me right now <clears throat> this is what happens when you do a podcast every day <laughs> Anyway, um, I'll change, adapt, overcome. Um, George Bush's paintings are an example of how anyone can do art and putting yourself out there, especially in this day and age, is really saying something. We have more uh, art being produced than ever before, but because of the way society is and because of the way people are, uh, people mistrust each other more than they ever have before, according to polls. Now, I mean, it's polls, so... It's not like they were back in the early 1900s and 1800s trying to record through a poll how many people trusted each other. <clears throat> but it does speak to our level of society and who we are as a nation, that we don't trust each other. And that's because even if you look at myself online, I'm attacked all the time for different things. Things that, honestly, I wouldn't think I would be attacked for. And it's very interesting to see. And I think the reason for that is because we're all scared. 
every single person you know out there is scared. Even the biggest, most muscular, Brock Lesnar-looking type of dude is scared. And that fear controls people. And part of the control is you need to attack other people. I know some people are hearing this thinking, oh, I'm guilty of that. And I've definitely been guilty of being controlled by fear in the past. I would be uh, pretty unaware to say that that wouldn't be the case. I think we all have it at a certain time in our life. But for the most part, I try to not let fear control me. Um, it's almost like a challenge for me now. You know what I started doing? I noticed that people have a hard time saying hello to each other or saying starting a conversation so what i started doing is sometimes i'll look at people like when i'm walking by them at the grocery store or just when i'm out jogging if i see somebody like i'll look at them for a little bit and just smile you know not anything like mad dogging them or uh confrontational just to see what they do and it's uh an interesting social experiment half the people wave or nod their head back or at least look and smile back but it's interesting to see people don't do anything. And then what also is interesting to see is that people will do a little bit back, but they won't start a conversation. And it's really interesting to me. I can tell there's people out there that want to talk, but for some reason they don't. And there's something holding them back. What a strange time we live in where so many people are held back from communicating with each other in this life we've been living for thousands and hundreds of thousands of years i don't know what happened i really don't i remember growing up uh my uncle michael and some of my mom's side of my family talking about how nobody knows how to talk anymore everyone's always on computers and cell phones and if the screen isn't in their face they don't know how to talk or what to say to you and while that's definitely not the case in all uh scenarios i think that is becoming more and more the case and that's pretty sad it's kind of disheartening as a person who loves conversation and loves to talk you get me talking it's hard to get me to stop in fact uh in my in my life uh in the past it's got me into trouble i've actually gotten fired from job well not fired i basically told to uh, well i guess yeah i've been let go from jobs because uh i have such good conversations with people and believe me, it hurt at the time. I actually cried losing a job because I was having a good conversation with someone who I thought maybe I could connect with. But such is the life when you have a gift. Michael Jordan was hated for his gift. And his gift, he had to practice at. He had to work for. So for him, I could see him being spiteful up until he was very old and uh super successful he recently got um an award i forget what it was but this was four or five <clears throat> excuse me four or five years back 2013 2014 about and while receiving his award he took the time to call out a bunch of people in his past that had done him wrong by name people even back to before his college days and a lot of people thought that was uh Pretty strange to see someone so successful come out uh, <clears throat> with such hate or such a haterish move thing to say. But that's the thing. It helped drive him. And sometimes it helps drive me. 
the fact that there are people out there that are so unsatisfied with their life and don't know what to do that they're lashing out and trying to hurt others or trying to drag them down. And I want to say for all the people listening to this podcast, if that's happening to you, don't let them drag you down. Demand respect and always know your true value. Always know your self-worth. That's one of the biggest things you'll learn from any kind of at millionaire mindset or the hustlers club on Twitter, any kind of like inspirational sort of uh, go-getter type of feed. They'll tell you know your self-worth and don't compromise. Well, maybe compromise, but don't settle. I can say I've done that in my life recently for more reasons than one, but definitely uh, there's a couple big reasons. And lately I've just come to the conclusion that it doesn't matter if anyone listens to this podcast. It doesn't matter if I make any money off of it. It doesn't matter if it gets taken off the internet tomorrow because of some stupid shit that doesn't even make sense. The fact that I actually sat down and started doing this for 28 days, well, almost 28 days in a row, and didn't let nothing stop me, that's an accomplishment. And I'm going to see this through to the end. Honestly, I can't guarantee you that I'm going to record every day. My life is real busy, and I got a lot going on, especially lately. It seems like the more I have going on, the more stuff gets added, and I guess such is life. When you start the momentum, the momentum is uh, easy to keep it going, and you just have to trim sort of the uh, fat from your life or the non-productive or the stuff that's not giving you good results. Sometimes you got to cut that away. You got to leave it behind. So anyway, that's my message for the beginning of the podcast. Uh, Let's talk about nature versus nurture, hairstyles, and climate change today. And no, I don't mean climate change like the kind that is causing a lot of controversy and makes Bill Nye want to strangle people. Um, But let's start with nature versus nature. Nature versus nurture. Being a yin and yang sort of philosophy holding person myself, I have belief in that we all are good, bad, evil, um, pure of heart, whatever two opposites or polar opposites you want to put out there were both of those in some form. And I think nature versus nurture is definitely some of that same case. It's never nature versus nature versus nurture. It's nature and nurture. And it always just depends on which one you happen to sort of feed or develop more. Sorry, drinking a little here on the podcast. (laughs) Cheers for anyone uh, who finds themselves in a position where they're able to do the same. When it comes to nature versus nurture, one example I like to give people is like even in modern everyday gardening, you have both nature and nurture. You have the fact that we use nutrients, water, and the soil on the ground to grow the plants, whether that be grass, trees, or some sort of shrub or fruit-bearing plant that you bought from Home Depot Garden Center or somewhere else. You are going to use the nature of that plant, but you're also going to nurture it. You're going to put it in a certain pot or you're going to put it in a certain part of your lawn 
And if it's grass, you're most likely going to mow it. You're most likely going to keep it to a certain length and water it a certain amount. And by doing so, you get what most humans find. I guess I want to say the most uh, satisfying, definitely the most aesthetic type of uh, growth in gardening. It's never one or the other usually. If you just let your plants grow wildly, sometimes that works. Uh, and certain plants you're actually supposed to do that with, but most everything you got to trim at some point. Or you got to water and give nutrients that are not just everyday watering and nutrients. When it comes to us as human beings, we grow naturally, but we are so affected by our environment and whatever variables happen to be in it that it doesn't matter how much nature is a part of our DNA. We are going to be affected by our environment. That is just facts. And if there is any case to that, it's the fact that we all have different colors. Well, not all of us, but <clears throat> we have different color skins. That all has to do with the pigment and uh, how often your ancestors were in the direct sunlight. If they were more in the direct sunlight, they got more pigment in their skin because that's just how the human body developed to sort of adapt and survive. And as time goes on, we're seeing that it's kind of becoming more nature, or sorry, more nurture. We're definitely adding more artificial effects. We're adding more artificial moves on everything that we do even cars they have more electronics on them it's easier to fix them if you're not some sort of uh trained technician so once again we see how life continually just com gets more and more complex uh, certain things do get simpler chris calico a really um good rapper with strange music talks about in one of his albums i forget the exact song but at the very end of it he has an ad lib where he talks about any mad fool can make something bigger and more complex, but it takes a real genius to make something simpler and easier to understand. I love that philosophy because you can make things better and not make them more complex. Now, certain things have to be complex. Electronics um, themselves are definitely complex. Um, Rogan used to talk about in his podcast how if you took your cell phone apart and all the cell phone technicians and scientists who have jobs doing all that if they died we would have no idea what to do with our cell phones when they broke <laughs> or how to make new ones we could open it up and try our best to emulate it but if all the uh textbooks and everything went away there's just no way it could I, or i'm of the opinion there's no way that it could be done easily i guess in theory over time you'd be able to do it because we never had books or these uh trained technicians before so someone had to make it up at some point, but took a long way to get here. So I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, understand that life is going to get more complex and bigger, just like the universe they say is ever expanding. It's a theory that scientists have. Obviously, I don't think we have a telescope that can see out to the edge of the universe, even though I think at one point someone did invent some sort of picture taking telescope that could do that. But the point is, is that the universe is ever expanding and we will never know what is it expanding into or at what point will it stop expanding, if at all. The great mysteries of the universe that I doubt will ever be truly answered. And if so, not within our lifetimes or our grandchilds.
But one thing we can definitely answer in our lifetime is uh, how we nurture our hair. <laughs> Moving on to the next topic here. Hairstyles are an interesting thing for me because I've had different hairstyles over the years. And even now, I like to switch it up. For the most part, um, I have spiked hair or semi-long hair. Uh not really below my ears but definitely to my ears um i've had long hair before it's funny to think when i was when i was uh about to record this podcast one of the first things i thought about when it came to hairstyles was in the 80s uh metallica actually i think i don't know if this is the 80s or the 90s but it was somewhere around the mid to late 90s or, or, or sorry mid to late 80s early 90s metallica who's a famous metal band might have been later than 90s now i think about it but Anyway, famous metal band, which if you uh, don't know, metal is all about long hair. I mean, it started off with hair metal when it wasn't even considered actually hard rock metal or Ozzy Osbourne metal. But even in that time before hair metal, Ozzy Osbourne has had long hair. So if you were playing metal music, metal rock, it was almost a requirement to have long hair and it was part of the look. It was part of the sort of fuck you to society to say that I could have long hair because I didn't have to be in sort of uh, a military position. I didn't have to be in an office uh, job so I could have my hair long. And then over time, it became a thing that was kind of incorporated into society more and more. And it's interesting because it started off as sort of like a feminine thing in America. I remember growing up because uh, I've once, like I said, I've had long hair it was sort of looked at as like, why do you have long hair? That's a girl thing. Not always, and nobody actually said that to me. But even I myself kind of thought like, okay, well, is long hair actually for girls? Like, should men be having long hair? But I think that was also part of the whole metal takeover of long hair was that it was, once again, sort of a fuck you to society to say like, okay, well, I don't care what you think. I'm going to have long hair and I'm going to still make money and be successful or live the life that I want to live while having it. Personally, I like a little bit of hair that you can style, but if you don't style, it's not going to make you look like an idiot. Um, I think my favorite kind of hair, I mean, long, silky, soft girl hair is one of the very few fine uh seemingly infinite beauties that life has to offer because even as women get into their old age they still they still have beautiful hair it may not be as silky or as soft as it once was but once again like i said long beautiful girl hair is <laughs> it's a delicacy <laughs> to say to say it in a um a sort of uh well i don't know to say it in a cool way it's a delicacy so Appreciation to all you beautiful girls with that long, silky hair. Men too, by the way. We can have long, beautiful hair, but something about a girl is just, it's just right. When it comes to punk hairstyles, um, I've gone in and out of liking them. Personally, at first, I didn't like Liberty Spikes or Mohawks. I thought that was just sort of flamboyant. It's just out there. It's like too out there. You know, I, I like dyeing your hair. That's one thing, but making it that it's like a huge statement and causes you to change things about your life, like having to duck in doorways or (laughs) 
sleep on one side. Like that's um <clears throat> that's a bit much. It's a bit much for me. But respect to those who do it. I don't hate on your hustle, it's just it's not for me. <laughs> I always thought black hair was one of the most interesting things because uh they have such a different hairstyle. Uh even black girls have really rough, coarse hair. True African girls. Um, or at least that's what uh, an ex-lover of mine told me. True African girls have long, rough, coarse hair. Maybe not long necessarily, but definitely rough and coarse. And I've been a fan of that, actually. Um, not as much as the silky, long hair that girls can have. But I appreciate hair in all its forms. Um well, like I said, it's not for me. I do appreciate it and think that if you got that hair and you want to share it, definitely let me know because I'm down to feel some hair. <laughs> that doesn't sound creepy at all, right? <clears throat> not at all. So on to the next creepy thing. Let's talk about climate change. And like I said, this was not the controversial thing, but real quick so people know my position on it. And uh, I won't get opinion opinionated on here on the podcast yet, but... I think maybe uh, humankind does have some small effect on climate change and the way we're starting to change our evil ways, um, curb our habits of using fossil fuels and other types of harmful uh, chemicals. I think that's great, uh, personally. But we also have to be aware that other countries are doing this and they're doing it to a larger scale. So even if America leads the forefront in climate change um, cure or healing, whatever term you'd like to per label that with, we have to be aware that we might have to go fight other countries, um, hopefully not physically or with uh, actual weaponry, but we are definitely going to have to n n nail down on some of these com these uh, countries. China is awful with, cli with their... Uh, chemicals and smog they have days where people have to wear masks and if you don't you'll be coughing and possibly even get ill people have gotten ill just from walking down the streets of china especially beijing and have had to be taken to the hospital we don't want that happening here uh so anyway that's my take on it uh politically the climate change i wanted to talk about specifically in this podcast actually was climate change throughout the years because whether you believe it uh is affected by uh humankind at all the climate has definitely changed i mean that's just facts um millions of years ago in the jurassic and prehistoric eras bugs and other types of uh reptiles used to be massive i'm talking three-story houses high could you imagine that Imagine seeing a spider that's as big as your house. And that's all because the planet was warm enough to allow their bodies to thrive in it and grow that big. See, even we as humans are so affected by our environment that we have changed in size depending on how the environment is or the atmosphere. I think there's more to it than just atmosphere. In the Bible, it talks about giants the Nephilim. I think the Nephilim were a real thing. I think hobbits were a real uh, race of people. I don't know if they were actually the same as we Homo sapiens, but 
I think they were from the same genus or same uh, family species. And I think that had a lot to do with the way the environment. And a lot of the, what that has to do with is that we as humans adapt to whatever our environment is. And part of climate change is that we're trying to change our environment now so that we don't start to adapt or turn into a race of creatures that we don't want to become. You look at the Nephilim or the Hobbits, it's very likely that the Hobbits themselves were a different race uh, altogether that was close to humans, kind of like how scorpions and spiders are similar, but totally different species and um, have different features, but both have same amount of legs and exoskeleton, what, wh whatever else features they share. With the Nephilim, or giants, it's hard to say. I would like to say they're the same race as we Homo sapiens, but... Well, you know, you have like Andre the Giant. He's um, sort of a fun, uh, an anomaly. He was so big that it... Um... It's hard to describe. Like, I hear people talk about how giant he was, how for him, fitting a beer can in his hand was like holding a double-A battery for you or I. And it's hard to think that that's part of the same race as we um, five-foot-five to six-foot-tall, 140-160-pound uh, um, on average people. But that's just part of life. <laughs> and in time, uh, life has changed, especially the environment here on Earth. And like I said, millions of years ago, I'm... We had giant spiders. Giant spiders roaming the earth. Have you ever watched The Mist? with uh, a Stephen King... Well, it's a novel, but there's movies and even a show based on it. You ever seen that? That's what we would have. We would have The Mist in real life. Bugs so giant that they could do physical damage simply just by biting you. Man, it'd be really freaking trippy to think that like the mandibles of a huge bug are so big that they actually do like enough physical damage to maybe like dismember a ligament. Oof, gives me a shivers thinking about it. Um, I think coming into the future, we as humans are getting into really weird places. Like that's part of the that Confucius, Confucius curse I talk about all the time is may you live in interesting times. The reason it's a curse is because when you live in interesting times, you're more than likely going to run into things that are uncomfortable or scary. And life is scary generally. We're all scared. Like, we're all scared of, like, communicating. We're all scared of doing things that we've been doing for thousands of years. So I guess I'm trying to tell the listeners, like, don't be scared. Like, don't let fear control you. Climate change has been around for a long time, and I think it's good that we're changing our evil ways as humans, especially if we can get other nations and countries to do it, because China, China doesn't give a fuck about the environment, and they are not really putting strict regulations on their stuff. In fact, the only reason they're putting regulations at all is because people are starting to get sick, like on their way to work, and they fall over and faint and have to be taken to the hospital sick. That's awful. We definitely don't want that here, and I think it's time we started leading by example, which we are, 
we are. But we have to remember that climate change itself is something that's going to happen naturally. No matter how much we change our ways, things are going to happen. And you would definitely want it to be warmer than colder, even though being warmer has its own dangers, as we talked about giant spiders and whatnot. But being colder is way worse. Now, some places in the universe, or, well, some places on Earth are going to get colder when they were hotter, and some places are going to get hotter when they were colder, but we try to keep everything about the same. Little bit of variations here and there is good, keeps things fresh, but when you keep things the same, we can continue to build on the foundation that we've got. So, I like how we have built a foundation as humanity, and while you see a lot of stuff out there saying that it's the end of whatever, it's the end of society, it's the end of America, it's the end of the world, it's the end of life as we know it, it's all bullshit. Life has been changing since forever, and at any point in time, it could change for a good or a bad reason in a great or small way. So be prepared for anything. Uh, you can never really truly be prepared for anything. 1010, 10, by the way, it's 1010. 10. Thank you for joining me on saying that here on episode 28. Try to be ready for anything, I guess, is probably the better way to put it. Prepared in, uh, implies that you're going out there making changes or buying equipment to be, prepa- uh, to be prepared. Be ready. Mentally. Know that anything could happen at any moment. I don't always come through 111% like I would like to, um, like I daydream about, but I do try to do my best to. But as such, we're all humans, and like we said in the beginning, it's a nature versus nurture thing, more nature and nurture, not so much them fighting each other, but definitely there's always one trying to sort of get one over the other, I suppose. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and call it the end of the episode right here. Once again, I want to say thank you for joining me. Pretty soon I hope to have another guest on to talk about some cool stuff. I want to have some special episodes where we just discuss a particular subject and really get the other's opinions out on the podcast for everyone to hear because it's important that we be heard. And if you're listening to this podcast and you know how I feel about certain things politically, then maybe you want to hear me get told something by someone who disagrees with me. Well, I hope to give you that chance. And maybe in listening to the podcast, hearing me get sort of... uh, berated scolded i don't really like to use that term because it's not uh it's not very true not being scolded but maybe i'd be talked to that's a good way to put it like oh damn she told him so if you're a listener who happens to disagree with some of the things i say i hope to get a guest on soon that you agree with and tells me like you see it and i hope to hope i hope to have a civil discussion in trying to see the other's perspective and helping them see mine and maybe we could come away with a compromise and a little bit of peace but if not at least we can come away and say you know what this is what america is all about in nazi germany even in russia if you're talking about certain things today They don't let you talk about it openly like this on a podcast. Could you imagine that? Imagine if every time I recorded a podcast, I had to cut out certain subjects or stop and edit podcasts because someone brought something up and I can't put it on the air. That's ridiculous. That's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible, as Barkley would say. So let's appreciate our freedoms. Let's love ourselves. Let's get along. Can't we all just get along? Seriously. Can't we all just get along? Thanks for joining me, friends. 
Once again, this is episode 28, and if you want to follow me and reach out, likes and comments, uh, messages, if you want to be on a future episode, please uh, shout, shout out, tell me what's up, at THC High Five on Instagram and Twitter, Thomas Sutherland on Facebook, Thomas Skywalker on YouTube and SoundCloud, uh, and if you're a real life person out there who sees me and knows who I am, or even just wants to know what's up, please say hi at least. Sometimes I'm down to start a conversation. Lately, I have been busy, and I apologize if you caught me at a time when I was just so busy I didn't have the time to take a minute, but if you give me enough time, believe that I'll redeem myself, because believe me, no one loves having conversations and communicating, especially when both sides are open-minded and ready to hear the other side and not just shout out and uh, lecture. So... Cool. Join me on the next one, everybody. I do these regularly, and I appreciate you for listening. Peace. That's what we become. That's what we become. Around a little bit, but not as long as Littlefoot. Oversensitive, and then we blame it on political correctness. That shit got me pessimistic. Why we try to please them all and that?